someone a creative professional is the set of skills and experience needed to do exceptional creative work. But what are the actual skills you need to have as a graphic designer or as an illustrator? Hi, I'm Martin Perhiniak, graphic designer, instructor and founder of Yes, I'm a Designer. We are teaching creative tools and techniques and provide inspiration to anyone interested in graphic design and illustration. In this episode, I will be joined by Shumi Pahiniak and Emily Melling to discuss why is it important for creatives to have good organizational skills. This is the first part of a series in which we will explore all the skills designers need. So this is a huge topic. When we first sat down talking about it, we had to actually make a list and even categorize the skills because we will try to talk about it in a general sense. So this podcast will be for any listener who is planning to get into the industry, either as a freelancer or working in house. Mm-hmm. Um, there's skills for everyone and it depends in what type of role you are in, how much of these skills you will need. But we will try to go in a structure that we feel like is the easiest to make sure that we we are not missing out on anything. But to make it easier, we also created a blog post where you have the full list and we go in more detail on there as well. So you will find this in the show notes. You can just check it out on our blog. So first category that you might not think of as the most creative out of all of them, it's organizational skills. This is something that we all know from experience is very important, but that most creatives are dreading. So when it comes to organizational skills, what do you guys think would be like a good example that explains why it's important? Oh God, um, I think when we first start out as a, a creative, we always work in several files and labeling and naming them can be quite um, difficult to keep a track of. Well, for me anyway, absolutely, I am I'm dreadful when it comes to labeling my files, but it has you know worked to a disadvantage. Several times I couldn't keep a track of my workload. I couldn't find out what which one was my latest project that got approved. So I think to avoid any confusion with clients, it's really important to have a really good working structure where you label your files correctly, have a system that is clearly uh, organized for you. What do you think? Yeah, I completely agree. I was very similar, like especially when I was studying at university, I was very disorganized with my files another thing that I learned very quickly was to like back your work up as well and um, so have that file management system and then back that up somewhere online on a hard drive yeah it's so important I think this week we we had a similar issue Uh, Martin was out uh, somewhere and then I was working on something and it InDesign completely crashed. There was a system error that I didn't even know how to recover. Mm -hmm. And I had to wait a couple of hours for Martin to come home so he can recover my files. Mm -hmm. So even though I've been saving it, unexpected things like Photoshop or InDesign crashing, Mm -hmm. you know, you can't prevent these things, unfortunately. And as all creatives, we've all dealt with this issue of losing files and it's horrible. It's just a waste of time. And yeah, getting into a habit of like 
pressing command S all the time is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, and things can get even more complicated once you have a server involved because yes. you can get disconnected or even just a, like a remote hard drive mm -hmm. that might get disconnected or it's not always connected. It's always important to have backup, I agree. The file naming is a very important thing that should be consistent. Either you're working freelance on your own or in a team, mm -hmm. uh, having a structure in your naming is very important. And creating folders, yeah. saving packages, archiving your work, which applies now to all the Adobe tools. Like originally it was InDesign that introduced packages, mm -hmm. which is which is very useful because obviously InDesign works with a lot of links and sure. things can be all around the place. Mm -hmm. But when you archive your work, you save it as a package. Not many people know that now Illustrator and Photoshop also has the mm -hmm. package option. Mm -hmm. And in Photoshop, you might think, why do you need to save a package? Because the PSD file already includes everything. But since they introduced the embedded linked smart objects, sorry, the, the linked smart objects. So originally it was just embedded, but mm -hmm. since you have linked smart yeah. objects, it basically works like InDesign, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's why they introduced Photoshop package option as well. Yeah, I, at first I really hated that option. I was like, oh God, another thing to worry about. Mm -hmm. But I think, you, like you said, getting into a habit of packaging your final design, it's not only going to be a good way to like delete everything else, Mm -hmm. unnecessary you don't mm -hmm. need to keep those unnecessary files but packaging is a good habit especially if you're sharing it with other team members in general when it comes to file management i can think of one of my ex-colleagues the designer voita we worked together for around a year and a half but i've known him for years now and uh, he was probably the most particular about structuring the files mm -hmm. and he taught me a lot about uh, why it's important and also how to have stages saved into separate folders and it's better to duplicate sometimes your your files because you never know the client might want to go back to a previous yeah. version so it's not enough to have just a single version if you have several stages and you've been working on a project for a long time it's even good to have divided them into multiple stages and clearly mark it so you yeah. know exactly if the client wants to go back get some files from the previous stages and so on and so forth i think even if you are disorganized in general and you have a lot of <laughs> stuff on your desktop as long as you keep your file structured and organized for your professional work, that's going to make a huge difference. I think normally what I learned from you was quite good um, where you have a group with a project name and within that project folder, you have multiple folders with assets and working design file and then the PDFs or mm -hmm. files for print. I think it's just a good way to to have subcategories and folders and so having everything in mm. one folder. Yeah, for sure. Like that's how I kind of came up with my own filing system as well, like looking at how other people did it. In my first sort of design role in an agency, I had never come across any kind of filing system. And then to create my own, I just looked at how they did it, which mm. is really similar to how you guys do it, which is having like separate folders for your working files and your PDFs, JPEGs, assets. Yeah. And it saved me so much time. So again, like when you have these subfolders, consistency is key. Because mm -hmm. if you have different subfolders in each project, you will always struggle finding what you're looking for. But mm -hmm. if you have a consistent, let's say five, six subfolders, mm -hmm. um, one example could be supplied by client. You yeah. get usually when you get the brief, 
you can put the briefing already there, but you can also add any assets that you mm -hmm. received. Make mm -hmm. sure that they are not getting messed up, getting confused with the files that you create. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So supplied by client can be a subfolder that is consistent and you always have it ready. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, my friend Wojta actually had a template folder, which he just copied for every new project he started, mm -hmm. which already had the same structure inside it. Mm -hmm. yeah. That can save a lot of time and assure that you stick to your system. And also if you are a designer and you're selling artwork, or selling uh, stationaries, etc. Again, get into a habit from an earlier stage, labeling or naming your assets. For instance, if you are selling, why well, do you sell greeting cards? I have a category of each card I'm selling and then each of them has a code. You can get these codes from Google Drive easily. Yeah. And then, yeah, label them properly. Mm. So yeah, it's not just for design work, but if you're selling assets as well, it's good to get into a habit of labeling your assets you're selling. Yeah. Of. You know, posts you're selling. Now, of course, depending on the tool that you're using, let's say if you're using Bridge for mm -hmm. file management, mm -hmm. you can even start inclu including keywords to make yeah. it easier to find things. But I found myself not having time for adding keywords. In the past, I used to work with them, but I realized that as long as the file structure is good and it's quick and easy to find the project and within the project category I'm looking yeah. for, that's enough mm -hmm. most of the times. And generally, I would recommend Bridge not really used for file management. It's more for like just going through a lot of visual files mm -hmm. that is great for that yeah um but uh, for file management if you are using mac i think finder is fine mm -hmm. serves the purpose great, yeah. and it actually has quite a lot of hidden features mm -hmm. like battery naming mm -hmm. uh, labeling and mm -hmm. a lot of things that people might not even know of so it's worth investing time a bit learning how to use finder mm -hmm. or if you are on pc windows explorer or all the other tools that cannot be also useful i guess there's no right or wrong way of no. doing you have to find a way that works best for you everyone's yeah. filing is different like mm -hmm. some people use code dates year names or have a name something so random mm -hmm. um, or project name in general so I think yeah there is no right and wrong way but a way that is easy for you to find the files when needed is yeah. the best way yeah for sure Yes, and apart from managing files, what other aspect of organization that's important, do you think, which is still similar skill, but apart from files? I think um, something that I definitely struggled with when I first started designing was time management mm -hmm. and like making sure that I wasn't spending too long. This is something we still talk about as a team now, spending too long on something that isn't weighted as important for the company mm -hmm. and not enough time on something that's actually incredibly important. Mm -hmm. So just prioritizing what's your workload. First, yeah. Exactly. I think especially for creatives, it's a very common thing and for freelancers even more that we tend to work on things and start working on things that are most convenient and most what we enjoy most yeah what we fun. enjoy the most which is most fun yeah. and then the bigger projects or things that we are not really used to doing mm -hmm. we would keep stalling and and yeah. just pushing it back so it's definitely prioritizing mm -hmm. planning your week is very important so time management skills are great to, to get and and have as a creative and we are using for our team we are using monday Day, mm -hmm. which is a brilliant tool uh, for specifically for that keeping track of tasks even if it's just yourself mm -hmm. but if you work in a team again can be very useful 
It's definitely handy, especially if you're working as a freelancer or you are working as a like a remote designer. Mm-hmm. It's just a good way to track your workload and see what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's an amazing platform. I think it really helped us in our own workflow. Yeah, massively. And like we're able to see what has been done, what everyone's working on and like, what needs doing. Yeah. And we can plan our weeks like weeks in advance and you can directly communicate there or use other platforms like slack as well which is a great one to Mm. communicate more for like talking every day rather than emailing and uh, i think in terms of time management another tip that i would tell usually to students is that when you are planning to start a bigger project or even any type of project and you're struggling to get started, the best thing to do is to get 1% done of the job. Whether it's a big project or a small project, at least if you get started, Mm -hmm. just create a file, put some things in it, Mm -hmm. or if it's a sketch on paper, just do some mock-ups. If you feel like you've done 1% of the job, you will feel much more inclined to continue than before. Yeah. I can draw a similarity to even like games. Yeah. When there is a new game, and uh, this is for, for gamers mainly, but when it, or even like a TV show, if you are more into TV shows, when a friend just tells you to watch a show, they are so into it and they love it, you are obviously intrigued and interested to get into it. But if you know that there's, let's say, Game of Thrones for you, Emily, yeah. would be eight seasons. It's a huge thing like, to commit to. to, commit to. Mm-hmm. If you watch the first episode, that's much more likely you will continue. But until yeah. you watch the first episode, there's, there's not much that yeah. keeps you in. Mm-hmm. And the same with computer games. They are really long. Like... I spend so much time on playing one of the games, but once you do the one or two percent from it, it keeps you in and it keeps you engaged. That's the same thing. Your work can be gamified in a way that once you do a bit of it, you will feel like, oh, I should continue doing it because you already invested some time, effort, started thinking about it. So it will give you that motivation to carry on and continue. Mm -hmm. I think starting anything is the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. Mm Um, I, I find as well, even when I, if I want to do something and I'm really excited by it, but you know what, life takes over and sometimes just starting something new is hard. Mm-hmm. But once you start, you can feel like you enjoy it and mm-hmm. you can. that's the way you can overcome just getting started. So I think we can all agree that although it's not one of the, the most fanciest thing to improve and skills to get better at, mm-hmm. organizational skills are very important for creatives. Yeah. So being conscious about improving them is very, very important and, and useful for everyone. I hope you found this episode of Yes, I'm a Designer podcast useful and will motivate you to keep on learning whatever you decide to master. Subscribe to our newsletter if you want to be notified about our latest projects and receive weekly doses of inspiration and insight into the creative industry. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube and watch our weekly videos released every Monday. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and Pinterest. Don't forget to send us an email to info at yesimadesigner.com if you have anything to share or say about this episode or if you want to propose future topics for us to cover in the podcast. If you want to start learning from us, we recommend to join our pro membership, which will give you access to all of our courses and a lot of premium features like getting personalized reviews of your submitted designs. 
You can find links in the description to all of our platforms and everything else related to the things we talked about in this show. Thanks a lot for listening and have fun learning.